Welcome to episode 16 of Nerd vs. World, San Diego, I Nerd You. It's an obscure film, go and find it. Awesome film, love it. Should be on our list. Super. Right. So how are you doing, folks? Uh, yes, good. Yes, back off, back off holidays, so I'm yeah, just getting my work brain back on. I've still got a week to go before I start back at work after the holiday, so... I'm yeah, enjoying not engaging break into my brain. the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sneak through the back door. And... So yeah, yeah, pretty good. What have you guys been up to? I've just been laying in bed watching reruns of random crap on Netflix. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> Anything exciting? No, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> no. I've been they... watching Father Ted on Netflix. Again, that's awesome. I think they do need to update their stuff a bit more regularly. It seems yeah. like it's it's quarterly at the moment. So. Uh, it, yeah, it is normally every couple of months that they do yeah. it. Um, yeah, and it seems to be at the moment that Amazon loses something and Netflix gains it, or mm. vice versa. Vice versa. Yeah, so it, it's it's kind of once you've watched all of them, I mean, it's kind of like what do I do now? <laughs> you find something else to watch. Have you been watching their original programs on Netflix though? Like so House of Cards and stuff. I finished House of Cards in two days. Yeah, Emma watched all of it in a couple of yeah. days. Yeah. And Orange is the New Black. Uh, I've not quite seen that yet. There's a couple of people who commented on that, and I've gone, some good reviews. So yeah, I'm I watched. Give that, a go. that was one um, season I just watched all the way through. Did you watch Hemlock? Growth? I didn't. I still haven't gone to watching that yet. But you, you, lift, you, you swear by that film, don't you? That was you? pretty so. good, yeah. It was, oh, it was a series, yeah, yeah. Emma's yeah. watched it as well. I, I thought it was pretty good. And, and to see. Um, Gene Grey as a evil yes. psycho was pretty cool. Yeah, Famke Hansen. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'll get, did you see the um, Breaking Bad Netflix news? No. Netflix mm, is I going did. to be screening new episodes of Breaking Bad weekly the day after they're on in the States. Oh, that's awesome. So, yes, yeah, it is. Breaking Bad have picked up. So Netflix have picked up Breaking Bad, which I think is brilliant. So if you're a fan of that show, it's really great. Yeah. I'm... Probably the only it. one, but I couldn't get into it. I, I, I love it. I, I've seen the whole thing now, and it, it is fantastic. It, it's another one of those, like, The Wire that seems to take a while to get into, but then apparently everybody says it's amazing, because I, I, I've never even, I've never watched The Wire. I've never got past the first two episodes, because I just found the dialogue in it utterly impenetrable. Yes. I, just, I, I was watching it for two episodes going... I'm watching this for two hours, I'm going to fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> it is all over the place, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um... I mean, loads of people say it's like the best TV ever made, but I, I, I just couldn't We're get into it. We're talking Vin Diesel here. Vin Diesel's... What? No. No. Uh, no, it's... No, no, it's not, not Vin Diesel. No. No one could watch that much Vin Diesel. No. No, Breaking Bad, though, I got four episodes in, and it was just too bleak. It, yeah, it... Uh, it became a regular thing for me watching it going, oh, this can't go well. <laughs> that was that was my subtitle mm, for the whole series right. is this can't go well because it doesn't any of it. <laughs> I'll I'll give it another try. I'll give it, it the old it college try and get back into it. It is great. Um, I, I love it. It's a fantastic series. But yeah, it's it's utterly bleak. <laughs> yeah, kind of like uh, is it Black Mirror type bleak? <laughs> right. 
I don't know. I think they're completely different. Oh, they are completely yeah. different, yeah. But yeah, both, both of them don't leave you coming out with a happy, smiley feeling. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't strike me as a show that I could just watch eight episodes back to back because mm. I'd just be suicidal, I think, after that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It was, that was like American Horror Story was for us. It's like we watched nearly the whole of a season in one day. I just came out going, I, I need something cheerful now. I, just, <laughs> I, can't, I can't deal with the world. It's all horrible. <laughs> There's one that cropped up. Have you you guys heard of American Mary? No. It's the girl from uh, Ginger Snaps. All right, okay. It it was out last year, uh, apparently. And she's done... I was looking on the IMDb about it, going, I've never heard of this, what's going on? And she has done an absolute phenomenal amount of stuff. And she's got, like, five films coming out this Mm. year. Ginger Snaps is uh, another example of a trilogy yes. too far. Yes, oh, definitely. <laughs> Ginger Snaps was great. Ginger Snaps Unleashed was actually pretty good as well. Indeed. But, but Ginger Snaps Back? No. Fuck off. That, that, no way. That was almost... Uh, <laughs> Have you like, seen... That was like... No. Uh, You've never seen Ginger Snaps? No. Basically oh, okay. werewolf movies. Yes. Uh, and they, they basically equate uh, women going through puberty with becoming a werewolf. Indeed. In the, uh, and then, yeah, then they have the sequel, and the sequel is all well and good, and it's about the younger sister. But then they do Ginger Snaps Back, which is the original two girls from the original thing, uh, basically the same storyline, but set in the 1800s. Pretty much. It's awful. Right. It's truly, truly yeah, awful. Yeah, I bother watching it. <laughs> it, it. It is phenomenally... I own all three of them, sir, so if you want yeah. to watch them at any point, you can. Fair enough, I'll ask. But I, I, will, uh, I will give you due warning about Ginger Snaps Back, because it's fucking awful. Fair enough. It was almost like the um, cowboy version of uh, bloody Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yeah, Dust Till Dawn 3 or whatever. That's one of the strangest DVD two. ones. No, there was, no, there was a Dust Till Dawn 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay, sorry. Yeah, it's trilogy yeah. too far. Yeah. Yes, trilogy sorry, too far. I, I told you, man, I'm trying to get my brain back into work. I've spent a week doing fuck all, drinking wine. I'm just like, coming back going, uh. Although I did watch a shitload of um, Life on Mars. Ah, mm. yeah, I saw I watched, your, your yeah, post. I've, I've finished watching Life on Mars and I'm on to Ashes to Ashes now. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed very, very good. Mars. It was an excellent show. Really, really good. And, yeah, haven't quite got into Ashes to Ashes yet. Fell asleep watching the pilot the other night. That was just because I'd got back I been driving drove, for, like, I, I, twi- say, I thought you drove, not sleep. Yes, indeed. Oh, what have I missed now? Screw you, hippie. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, brain's not in gear yet. And I'm taking full advantage. Um, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> um, what else did I watch? I, I watched the whole of Luther while I was away as well. Mm. All I've three not, seasons of I've Luther. Not, I've only seen bits and pieces of it. and I, Cracking. I, I keep crashing on it. Uh, very, very good. But it's finished now, right? Yes, that was the last... Well, they're, they're now it's talking Netflix, about so. doing either uh, an offshoot or a prequel movie. Right. Is the discussion at the moment? But Idris Elba would be free to be the Doctor. <coughs> Idris Elba is free to be the Doctor. Yes. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is free. Um, after because I've still not seen Pacific Rim yet either. Neither have I. No. And it's like the last showing of it in Didcot is tonight. Oh bugger! And then it goes off. Oh. <laughs> so oh. I'm gutted. So oh, I don't think I'm going to get to see it at the cinema. Oh. I have to go and see it. And it comes out um, to be but is it on in Whitney? 
I don't know, but I've got my Cineworld card. Yes. So, oh, is there a, Cineworld. That's why is I there a Cineworld in Whitney? Yes, there is. is there? Oh, yes. Right. Okay, there you go. Which is I why I suggested... I'll have a look. Have a look. Um, but... Um, it, failing that, I'll go and see World's End this week. Oh yeah, really World's End and the Wolverine. Uh, I want to see. I was going to um, see it. Unfortunately, I've got to pick up. Uh, I've got to pick up Ariana tomorrow because right. uh, yeah, stuff, stuff. Um, yeah, yeah they're, they're doing pre-bookings for Elysium and stuff now in Digcot as well. Mm. It's two weeks until that's out. Yeah. There's another one as well. Neil Blomkamp's actually writing uh, the script for District 10 now as well. Uh, okay. So following up District 9. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good to see that back in. Not to be confused with District 31. Or 13. District 13. District 13, is it? Is that yeah. yeah. the free-running one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. B13. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not to be confused with that one. That, no. Well, they're both awesome films. They are but awesome. one has yeah. fucking prawns in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking prawns. Yeah. I still think he'd have been perfect for Star Wars. And there was a rumour recently that J.J. Abrams was quitting Star Wars, which has been completely squashed by Lucasfilm. But part of me was going, oh, please quit, and then give it to Neil Blomkamp to direct. That would have been amazing. <laughs> oh, dear. If only they'd listen. <laughs> well, they, should, they bloody well should. Yes, they should. Yeah. They really, really should. Well, we'll see. I mean, they said there's been some... Interesting movie news going on later, but we'll, we'll get onto a lot of that in kind of part two with the San Diego Comic Con news. Yeah. Um, Which explains the title, by the way. Yeah. That's what we're talking about in part two. It's, it's Comic Con. Because <laughs> there was a rumour after Comic Con that Zach Efron and somebody else were both rumoured to be cast as Luke Skywalker's oh, son. Dear God, no. Not Zach Efron, please. No. <laughs> I'd rather fucking Dom from Dick and Dom in a bungalow play it. Hey, you're pretty good, actually. <laughs> the thing that gets me... The thing that gets me is that Episode Seven is meant to be set 30 years after Jedi, right? Yes. So, I'm saying like 34, 35 after the Battle of Yavin. Mm-hmm. At which point, Luke's son is only about eight years old. Mm-hmm. So, the guys they've got cast to play him are just far too old to play him. Yeah. Um, and I know that they have said time and again that it's not going to be repeating stories told in the canon, mm-hmm. but there's only so much they can change yeah. before fans just go, hang on, now you're messing with a bit too much of established Star Wars canon. So, I have three words for you. What's that? Midi fucking chlorians. Damn you! Touche, fair play, I was actually waiting for, yeah. for Brendan to finish and I was just going to say it. <laughs> okay, so There's yeah. There's a prime example of fucking canon yeah. for you. Fair yeah. enough. So yeah. Yeah, but Ben Skywalker going from eight years old to 30 years old just mm. doesn't make no. sense. Because we haven't even introduced Mara Jade yet. Yeah. So, well, we'll just have to see what they do. Because there was the Star Wars celebration thing. Just finished in Essen in Germany, yeah. 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 A load of the GK went over to it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, the Euro Star Wars. I want to go to one. Event. Yeah, that yeah, I want to cool. go to one next year. Yeah, it would be cool. Yeah, because they, they got all the cast back in that mm. one picture, yeah. which is really quite cool. I, I, I've been really geeking on me Star Wars or, of memorabilia and, and stuff lately and I've just gone out of anything I want a speeder bike outfit <laughs> I want a scout trooper outfit 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it cosplay as a speeder bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going around going, wow, wow, look. Well, um, someone cosplayed as an ATAT at the MCM Expo in Manchester. <laughs> nice. Geek Pride got some really good yeah. photos. I, I have seen a Scout Walker uh, cosplayed. I can see you, you, could, you could theoretically do it. It's, it's kind of like, you know, the, 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 the pantomime horse that yeah. legs over the <laughs> oh, side. <laughs> and just having you know, oh, the legs dear. of the black stands of the, yeah. of the speeder bike and just oh, wander forward like that and clippity cloppitying. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll make it out of cardboard boxes and egg cartons. Absolutely, sir. Yeah. Blue Peter special. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Which, speaking of kids' shows, have you seen the Nightmare News? Yeah. Yes. Nightmare's coming back properly one after what we were all talking about. Yeah, on, on YouTube. Yeah, one-off special. That's awesome, because they got the original creator back, they've yeah. got some of the original cast back. Got the original mm. Trey Guard. Yeah, it's just awesome. Brilliant. I love it. And, yeah, just bring it back completely. I think it would be genius. Yeah, I think I'd do so much, so much more with it now as well. Yeah, yeah. it'd be fantastic. We'll have to see what they do with it because this is part have of real the... dungeon traps. And... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> maims more children. Yeah, yeah. Back, back in your corner, AD. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff you in your CGI. <laughs> yeah, so because this is all part of the uh, the Geek Week, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. YouTube, YouTube YouTube Geek Week. Because I was reading about Nightmare and its production this week. And they were using the technology that had been used for uh, the weather forecast. Yes, yeah, mm. yeah. To, to do the dungeons, and I never knew that. Yeah. I never knew that that was how they did it, and that was phenomenal for me. Yeah. They could do loads now. But they told good stories. It was That engaging. was the, the charm of it, was it was the actors and yeah. things taking mm. part in it, as well as just the, the kind of CGI, CGI aspect of it. it was, yeah, it was brilliant. Fantastic. I'm sure I know someone who was on that show. I'm sure one of the guys I used to role play with was actually on that show. You might even have won it. Yeah, that was it. Because yeah, I'm, I'm sure we've talked about this before. Because yeah, that was the one that they showed on the. Uh, there was only the, one. Lot well, no, there were, I think there were like oh, three several teams. Won it. Three teams, I think, that won it in out of eight seasons. Um, uh, but yeah, because the one that they showed on CITV when the CITV did the weekend one, that was one of the teams who won. And I, somebody I know knows them. It might, it might be you. Be yeah. I can't remember because I've, I've got it on my Skybox still. But they're, they're showing all of them at the moment on Challenge TV. Oh, brilliant. And I just mm. went, ah, series link. <laughs> Late so, at night, it's bizarre. I've probably got like a good three or four seasons by now because as soon as I noticed it, I was like, series link, record the lot, please. So I'm going to go back and have a, have me a, a nightmare marathon, which awesome. you didn't, so more than welcome to come and join me <laughs> for if you want to. I had the old game for it on the Spectrum. Yes, oh, yes, as did I. That was... Such a fucking difficult game. Yes, it was. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the day. I had on a BBC, it wasn't a Spectrum. No, I had on the Spectrum, 128k, yeah. plus two, inbuilt tape deck. Uh, I had the, the plus, which was the original rubber keys upgraded to uh, the, the, the hard keys, yeah. and I had a micro drive. Remember a microdrive? Uh, no. No, there were there were little tapes that were no more than a, yeah. a couple of inches, and and when it broke, you had to sit there and hold it slightly to pull it out of the the slot slightly so it would yes. catch. And you had to sit yes. there while it loaded, and if you moved, it broke. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> God, yes. spectrums. Yes, I, I I remember having a microdrive. Yeah. 
might have to find an emulator for it now and see if I can find an old Nightmare game. Well, there's de- there are tons of Spectrum emulators out there. They're yeah. great, and they come preloaded loads of them with, with tons of games. I sat and spent ages playing Manic Miner a couple of years ago. I just want to play Dizzy again as well. To be yeah, Dizzy. Treasure Island Dizzy, Dizzy being my particular favourite. Yeah, Chucky Egg. Yes. I used to love Chucky Egg. Mm. Chucky Egg, and what was the other one I used to play? Like, Nutter. Oh, back in the day, you can get a game for like two ninety nine. That was it, yeah, two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Codemasters budget yeah. games. Yeah, that Harry. Was and what Dizzy God. was was that was one of the Dizzy Codemaster and budget series. Harry and the Hendersons yeah. as well. Big foot. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, My dad used to rip them off of his American buddies when we were living out in Holland. It's <laughs> like, yeah, military. Do you remember the, the Spectrum version of there was a, a Rick Mail book that was released in the eighties at some point <coughs> called How to Be a Complete Bastard, no. and it got a game. And in the game, you had to go around being a complete bastard and doing things like putting cling film over toilet seats. <laughs> and things like that. And, no. and you, you had to find a wardrobe that went through to Narnia. It was mental. <laughs> no, I never played that. It I want to. Very, <laughs> yeah, very bizarre. Like it was like, um, it was kind of like a multi level side scroller thing. And you had different rooms that you went in and different things that you had to set up and do in order to be a complete bastard, like blowing stuff up. And yeah, it was brilliant. Weird (laughs) is what it was. Back in the day when you get games on tape. Yes. Five five minute loading times. It's your, I think you you play this character that looks like Adolf Hitler and these aeroplanes fly over and drop bombs on you and you've got to headbutt the bombs (laughs) to stop them blowing up your wall. Nice. Fucking weird. <laughs> no idea where the fuck that came from. None of us do, mate. <laughs> oh, I'll have to get the emulator and have a try and look for that. You've been busy making your own fun, haven't you, Ailey? I have been busy. Making, making a bow and arrow. Yes, yeah, it was. Um, the idea behind that was that I'd taken my daughter to go and watch jousting at Blenheim Palace. And uh, she picked up a longbow and got all five arrows on target. First time she'd ever touched a bow. So ever since then, she's been pestering me for a bow and arrow. And I was refusing to pay 26 quid for a little piece of crap (laughs) kid's plastic bow and arrow. So I made one. (laughs) And it's awesome. It it does actually work. Um, I've checked the poundage on it and it's about £6 for a kid's bow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, up to 25 is LARP a, legal. So. It was only just today that uh, I managed to complete it, and we fired it just before the show, and it does actually work very well with a uh, Nerf dart stuck to the end of a <laughs> of a blunted arrow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I, I love the wrap that you've done for the, the handle. Mm. That's awesome. Did, did he tell you about that? No. Uh, I researched it quite well, uh, of bow making and how to do different handles and things like that and that's actually done in a traditional um, samurai sword style wrap. Sweet, it, it looked it, fairly it, legit. It's, it's done actually emulating, uh, um, there was a, a YouTube video of um, one of the last masters making the, the sword handle and I, co- I emulated his, his technique in, in doing the handle. And it looks very, very but cool. making Padawan in the house. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, sir. I'm oh, really, really impressed. Yeah. And, and plus, the, the is it kanji on it that you've done it? Um, it's, the script? No, it's, it's, it's the 
It is in it's Japanese, but it's it's the foreign alphabet. Right. Rather than it being straight off kanji, I can't remember if it's uh, hiragana or katagana. But yes, I've actually written. Uh, it actually says on there it's Ariana's pine bow in Japanese, which is awesome. Sweet. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. Because it, it's literally two strips of pine that I've laminated together and carved, shaped, and I did it all by hand, uh, just using a handsaw, a knife, and a piece of. Uh, Sticky back plastic. No, no sticky back plastic. No. <laughs> Traditional like sandpaper. So you're, yes. you're a you're an apprentice bowyer. Yeah. That is very cool. It's so. very cool, dude. Yeah. It really is. So are you gonna scale that up for I Green Arrow? Am. Yes I am. Awesome. Um, um I I that was a, a prototype <laughs> for prototype. my green arrow uh, yeah. outfit. And <laughs> yes, I'm I'm looking at a large scale and I'm going to use some uh, white oak for it. Awesome. So it will, it will. I'm looking at it. It will probably have a thirty-five to forty-pound pull on it because I'm going to triple laminate it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it, it will be death bow. Well, speaking of arrow, there's some mm. CW news today, wasn't there? Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I wrote a little article for Geek Pride on it, but they're looking at picking up the Flash. Yep. For his own series. Which will be awesome. It, it's what we've said about CW being the home of the Justice League. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. It'd be awesome because they said something the other day about uh, Batman cameos, well, specifically Nightwing cameos in Arrow, which is what they really want to do, but they think it's going to be too difficult now that the big announcement's been made yeah. about the, the, the film universe. So... I don't know, it'd be lovely, but still no sign of Wonder Woman. No, still no sign. I mean, no. they, they commissioned a new script back in May, and it's been delivered, but the project's still on hold, and the project is Amazon. Hmm. That's going to be an Origins tale for Wonder Woman, but yeah, it's still on hold. And that's the thing, you cannot have a TV continuity, in my opinion, without Wonder Woman. No. You can't have Justice League without her, she has to be in it. Um, but yeah, there was, the, there was the announcement at San Diego Comic-Con, which we'll get to in the second half of the show. But again, they overlooked Wonder Woman mm. terribly there too. Oh, maybe she's just flying around in her invisible plane. <sighs> Who knows what they're doing with her. Um, <laughs> so but the thing is, if they, if they <laughs> can't... In their invisible studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, with their invisible cast. They're saying that she's too tricky to do. And it's just like, she's no, not she's tricky not. to do at all. And if you want to see a Justice League Dark at some point... You know, if Guillermo del Toro gets his hands on it and gets to do it, which I hope he does, they're going to have more women to to work with. They're going to have Madame Xanadu, they're going to have Satana, Black Black Orchid. I don't see why it's such a big issue. I I really don't understand what their difficulty is. I guess they're just trying to find a contemporary angle for it. It, 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 That tends to be the way these things. They're looking for something that will appeal to the modern audience about Wonder Woman rather than just fucking getting on with it. I I suppose it would be like the concept of the, 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 the costume. The costume will be well, the big thing. Is a, is a yeah. big issue. Because uh, th- they obviously really want to distance themselves from, 60, the, the, from the classic yeah. Wonder Woman yeah. series. They don't want it to be anything like that, which is fair enough. But I, I think that TV, especially the CW, has gotten very good at reimagining yeah. characters. But I just hope it's not that they're kind of sitting around twiddling their thumbs going, well, what can we do to bring it up to date? Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. 
is it that you know you might you might be looking at something that's too similar to Arrow? Well, they're going to have that issue as a somebody flash. coming from a island deserted into island into contemporary society. Is it too similar to Arrow? Might be there. Well, no, because of the background is Problem. is too different. It's, it's different well, enough yeah, the to, to get away with different, it. Yeah. But I think where the issue actually is is in the explanation of her powers. Green Arrow is fine. He is just someone with he's a bloke. He's he's in peak physical condition. Yeah. He's very good at what he does. Uh, the Flash has his deal, and that's superpowers. But that's mm-hmm. fine because that's been quite accepted. Wonder Woman's powers are magic based, aren't they? Yeah. So. Maybe the realism aspect that they want to try and get into then, modern universes is different. Then they do a kind of prelude bit where she's actually at home and being presented with the gauntlets and the gauntlets hold the power and that kind of stuff. So. I don't know why. Are you thinking that they're, they're considering that modern audiences won't buy the magic angle in a superhero? Yeah. The same reason that Marvel have put off Doctor Strange for so long. Possibly, but now they're now they're considering putting Doctor Strange as the linchpin character of it. Yeah, so but, the, but Marvel have been massively more progressive in terms of how they use their their properties than DC have. Hmm. You see, that's that's the other issue. Um, DC are constantly playing catch up to Marvel. Yeah, true. Mm. Um, they could go. They could go that way with CW. I mean, they've had magic in it before. I think Zatanna was in Smallville. Yeah. So there was there has been magic in the CW. DC Universe mm. but who knows who knows what the deal is maybe it's just it doesn't skew to the right demographic maybe. which that's probably the bottom line bottom line is it's probably about money more than likely but we'll see but yeah, still The Flash yeah well yes yeah. I'll, be, I'll be interested to see that I, mean, um, I, I can't say that The Flash is one of my favourite characters in DC I find him a bit dull to be honest yeah, but, or annoying kind yeah. of thing yeah oh, just fuck off yeah, I, I don't know, maybe I've just got my prejudices of uh, The Flash 2, Revenge of the Trickster. Oh, God. <laughs> Mark Hamill, mm. The Trickster. Yeah. It's about the only redeeming feature of that, and Mutronics is another one. <laughs> it's only redeeming features, Mark Hamill, and Slipstream, whose only redeeming feature was Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, my trouble. I'm sensing a, <laughs> a theme here. Really shit films that the only thing good about them is Mark Hamill. Yeah. Uh, I can... Sends a movie marathon coming along. It's a shame Mark Hamill didn't do a few more lead stuff. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, well, because I think after Star Wars, he completely disappeared off the scene and did voiceovers uh, apart from Slipstream and Mutronics, I think, were the Mm. only ones. And then, yeah, and they were like 10 years after. Mm. I think Slipstream was like 94 or something. Well, the the films fucked him up, didn't it? Did they? Yeah, yeah, he had an accident. which is why they did the bit at the beginning of... Oh, Empire. yeah, he had the big car, big car crash before yeah. Empire. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and he had continuing issues yeah. from that. Yeah. But still, at least he did, he did voiceover work, and that's fine. And he yeah, did, and, and he, he did the Joker. As we've said, yeah, he, yeah. he's done some of the finest voiceover work yes, around. Yes, he has. He's done some really <laughs> amazing voiceover stuff. Yeah. And he was in Chainsaw and Bob. Yes. So, Cotton Knocker. Knocker, yeah. Genius. Some other news that I saw this week then was uh, Sony and Panasonic have announced they are working together on the next generation of distributive media. Yeah. So they're looking at the successor to the Blu-ray, which will be a 300 gigabyte disc, and it will be ultra 4K ready. 
which kind of confirms what we thought about the PS4 price being so low. Absolutely, yeah. Be low enough to get 4K players into people's homes. Yep. Clever Sony. Indeed. So we called it. Yeah, well, because there's already some consumer 4K camcorders on the scene as well. And there's already some high capacity Blu-ray stuff that does up to 160 gig. I think it's 128 gig. There's uh, is it 128 is the maximum. There's a hundred gig normal one and 128 gig kind of max capacity. Because it's one. it's a BDXL, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they apparently don't play normal Blu-ray players, hmm. so you have to have special players for those. Right. So not really much point no. yeah. <laughs> at, this, at this stage, especially if they're talking about moving on and doing a 300 gig one. So they're just completely dumping Blu-ray in. Well, no, I shouldn't no. imagine they'll dump it. I think they'll probably keep that. It'll run alongside Blu-ray, same way that DVD ran alongside Blu-ray for a bit, you know. Um, but the size is 300 gigabytes, so it can have the 4K film and all the extras. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Too soon, do you think? Maybe. Well, when was the PS3 out? Uh, that would have been... Five, six years ago? Uh, yeah, because it was while I was still at Blockbusters. So okay, so Blu-rays were yeah, five around years just ago. before that. Yeah. So it's probably not too soon. In terms of the development life cycle, it's probably about right. Given how long DVD's life cycle is? Because DVD's still going strong. Yeah, but I think now they're pushing... They're pushing the limits of what DVDs can handle. Mm. I think they were going to want to put more and more features onto Blu-ray discs, which is why they have this larger size. I think that it's purely for that. It's for that and for... Their picture quality. So do you think we're going to see the decline of DVD now? Well, it's possible. I mean, I think Blu-rays are going down It'll in be price. A phased one, a lot. Won't it? It'll slowly trickle. Well, it'll be the same It'll as it was with videos. I mean, I, I, I was there working in a video yes. store when we did the the swap from VHS to DVD, mm-hmm. and yeah, it went from big wall full of videos to. Uh, and a couple of DVD copies, and then it became more DVD copies and one or two video copies, and then video went. Yeah. So it's uh, at the yeah. moment, looking in a blockbusters, you're getting probably about the same ratio as you did with DVD when it first came out. Still now, so you've got it's more still, DVD yeah, than Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Yeah. So you're looking at maybe five or six Blu-ray copies mm. to forty DVD copies. Right. So, as, judging by those, I think it's still got a way to go. Well, it's only in development at the moment. Mm. So, see how long it takes to develop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But they do, they do hold the strings now. Yeah. So. Well, that's it. Is it? I, I, I think it's difficult progressing at, at such a rate because I mean that there are the early adopters, then there are people like us who will just go along with whatever it is at the time, I guess. I'm, a, I'm an early adopter on some things, not so much the TV yeah. angle. I've only, no. I've only just got a HD TV like a year ago, uh, and I've only just got a Blu-ray player like a month ago. It's something I haven't been bothered about because I've been more early adopter on the streaming yes. side yeah. of things. So I've kind of bypassed the Blu-ray bit and gone straight to on-demand internet service, service yeah. which uh, I, I don't know because the, the problem is going to be streaming a 4K yeah. film because the bandwidth for that is going to have to be insane. Yeah. If you're talking 300 gigs per film, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty fucking meaty. You'd have to 
strip out all your neighbours' fucking hubs and link them up. To... That would take some bandwidth. Hmm. So I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know whether because that is kind of keeping ahead of the streaming technology by forcing it to not be able to cope. Yes. And that seems to be it. Seems to be a great way to keep sales of optical discs going. Well, the optical <laughs> because disc will... you can't watch it streaming or not at the same quality. Yeah. Well, yeah. the Blu-ray will always have. <clears throat> have a place even if it's not to distribute media mm. because it's great for archiving and yeah. storage and so 300 gig- gigabyte super blu-ray whatever they call it if it doesn't get used to distribute films because streaming has caught up it will still have a place yeah. it will still have a use um, but yeah that's the thing streaming 4k is going to require a lot of infrastructure changes Yeah, and it's going to require the ISPs to fucking play ball there was a report out this week that they've been that your ISP can affect your Netflix performance. Of course they can. They can yes. tr- they can packet shape you. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, and they do. <laughs> yeah. So, new infrastructure and some new rules for ISPs to quit fucking with our entertainment. Well, they're, unfortunately, they're not going to because they don't get regulated anywhere near as much as they should. It's really weird. I would have thought they would have come and uh, <clears throat> offtel. I'd have thought that would have been the regulatory body to look after it mm. but thing is, is, is as long as you're getting a service that is commensurate with what you're expecting then there's nothing you can do bastards all indeed well, I'm yeah. still looking for uh, my, uh, my fibre to the premises will be getting a boost again in September up to 300 meg down Jesus Christ man <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to that <laughs> Yeah. Doubling what I've got already. Do you know what's really, really pissing me off? Is my brother, the first time he used his computer was after we put it in for him and got him in. He turned it on, blew it. He's been automatically upgraded because he was. He, he lives in the area where they did the first the first county. Mm-hmm. They they upgraded him and he's got like better shit than anybody I know. And I'm like. He doesn't even fucking use a computer. He hasn't got anything fucking linked to it. <laughs> Makes you sick, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're on about painting or, or growing your own screen or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've, you've been saying about this for a long, long, long time. No, I can remember. But you could get a big screen on the side of your... Um, Garage. Yeah, yeah, easily. So yeah, we could yeah. have like garden viewings. outdoor viewings. Yeah, yeah, we could get, we could do that. That'd certainly. be easy enough to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd work. Because um, uh, garden projectors are not that expensive anymore. No, no. Second, no, that would work. second hand, you could get one for under two hundred quid. Yeah. Yeah, might be worth thinking about. Yeah, no, I'm just going. Mm. That's actually a really yeah. fucking good idea, especially if I. When, when we do your washing line, if we put the hooks in the right fucking places, it'll be on the same thing. Yeah. Sweet. Ding, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ding, ding. Ding. No, I, I don't... Uh, so the, it's the, the, the like growing your own screen thing, that was a random thing. It was when I was in France last week, and it was just I was stood at the back door looking out, and there was an absolute crystal clear reflection of the TV in the corner, and it looked like there was a screen in the middle of a tree. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So I took a picture of it. So you'll see it on my mm. Facebook. Have a look at it. It, it, it. It's absolutely crystal clear. Looks like there is a screen in the middle of a tree. Awesome. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Because <laughs> no, um, 
this was uh, some years back, though. We were talking about the technology of having yeah. it imprinted into your shirt. Yeah, that's um, right. I remember that. The, and the, paint. Yeah, the yeah, there's kind of smart ink stuff. Yes. Yeah, that you could get in t-shirts, and then it was like a it, it worked like a ca- an electric canvas, so you could effectively display a screen on a shirt. Like it's a ten, brilliant. I can't remember like what that was. We, we spoke about that. <laughs> yeah. We spoke yeah. about that in one of the very early side eighty shows, we didn't did. we? Yeah. After find out what's going on with that, because I think it was. Uh, I keep thinking it's it's a paint company. No, there was two separate things. There was one that made the cloth. Yeah. It was like a woven cloth with the, the electric wiring going in. It yeah. Electrified the whole sort of thing yeah. with whatever USB plug-in wasn't it I have to remember but it was like basically wearable tech yes so it was a wearable screen on a t-shirt that's pretty cool and yeah it was yeah, pretty awesome you'd have to stand in front of a mirror though to yeah view it but the other one was the um, paintable uh, I don't know uh, we're going to have to look into these yeah these, these I, these I can't remember dude it was, it was like something really a couple of years ago it was, that this, it, it was this paint that had <clears throat> like fibre optic yeah. pieces in it yeah and that you just paint on any surface, um, but before you do, you glue this connector onto the wall um, and then paint over that as yeah. long as you've got a, a continual paint. It's got to be touching from this plug-in at the bottom and it, it projects on there. Cool. Yeah, some very odd. It's, it's, it's kind of like talking about episodes of Tomorrow's World that you watched like yeah. <laughs> we'll all have hover bikes and <laughs> yeah. we're on my fucking hover bike <laughs> I want my fucking hoverboard yeah <laughs> three years two years in fact to get me a hoverboard yeah, apparently there there is guys that have got a painting going they're the paintings in awesome give me it oh, give me my damn hoverboard it's in for application it's going to kickstart a go for that <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah yeah, definitely. Yeah. They just have to put lots of magnets in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That would do it as kind of a maglev type thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd work. Sorry. Now brains are off trying to figure out how to yeah, make hoverboards boards work. Yeah. Doesn't make, doesn't make <laughs> for great podcasts, but we're we having switched fun. off into our own little thing of how are we going to make a hoverboard? Three people in the room suddenly went, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> how do we make hoverboards work? Magnetic, magnets isn't, isn't magnetic enough. Magnetic skate park. Magnet wouldn't be enough. Because the whole point of the hoverboard would be that you can just go yeah. off Wherever all over the place. Yeah, how yeah. to magnetise everything. Yeah. So that would have to be out. It yeah. has to be some kind of. It has to be well, effectively repulsor lift yeah. technology. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way. Yeah, the only it way. is the only way. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they have a new Sainsbury's in Bicester, and that has a magnetised. Um, Monkey. Travelator. It's a Sainsbury store with. Multiple floors, and they have a travelator going from one floor to the next. Mm-hmm. And when you when you take your trolley on, there's magnets in the wheels to stop yeah, and, st- and they stick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they've had them for a while, sir. This was news to me. Really? The oh, no, they've had yeah. them for a while because they, they've got them in a lot of the IKEAs. So that when you're going out, the yeah, IKEA. I've never been to IKEA. Oh, you see, you, you don't have a family. <laughs> that's true. I don't. <laughs> 
But yeah, I was told this at the weekend at a party, and the first thing I wanted to do was leave the party and go to Sainsbury's. I'm going on a booze run. I've come <laughs> to see your newfangled magnetic trolleys, please. Yeah. <laughs> Load um, this up. I just want to go up and down. Made my weekend. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, they've been around for a while, dude. Oh. <laughs> Surprise is gone now. Take a break for some music. Yeah, yeah, that would be a, a good call. Oh, yes. Do you have more? No, 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 I don't. No, no, no more. There's, yes, music is good. Sorry, coffee is better. Cool. Brain still we'll hasn't kicked in. We'll go and get a coffee, and whilst we're having coffee, we will leave you with a wonderful band called Future of the Left. This is a track called Polymers Are Forever. We'll put all the details in the show notes. It's awesome. I heard it earlier. Yeah, it's really, really fucking really good. good. <laughs> um, We'll put all the sh- details in the show notes. They have a tour starting in November around the UK, so we'll put all the dates for that in the show notes as well. Um, enjoy. We will see you on the other side. Different bodies Similar minds Where will we go now?
and welcome back to Nervous World. That was the amazing Future of the Left. Um, check out our show notes. We will put links to their album, to their website, and to their tour. Uh, go and check them out. Support them on their tour. Definitely amazing stuff. And now we come to the main talking point of today's show. The main event! Uh, which is the San Diego Comic Con Roundup. Indeed. Was it everything you were expecting? It so? was everything and more. I spent three days glued to the Nerd HQ live streams <laughs> on the Nerd Machine, and it was fantastic. Excellent. Every, I love this time of year. I love watching all the panels on YouTube. It's just, oh, I mostly wish I could be there. Well, one day, sir, one, one day. day. I'm Carl sure you will get there. Here we have some pine. Oh, do be quiet. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Different types of panel. I know. Um, but yes, how about yourself? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I didn't see a huge amount because I, I was in France. So, <laughs> but uh, you had you had a real life to do. I uh, yeah. I didn't. So yeah. <laughs> Did you see anything? I didn't know. I I just saw bits and pieces of write-ups and bits put out there by other sort of uh, online blogs and things like that, and a few tweets here and there. So I've not really uh, seen any of it. So I'm, I'm really kind of stuff about because there's some really cool stuff that I wish I'd have seen. Well, that's fine. I'm sure Brendan will point out what you, you should be watching. <laughs> well, I put a load of links up on the Nerd vs. World Facebook page. Yeah. Um, every, this is the third year that Nerd Machine, which is Zachary Levi's deal, has held Nerd HQ. And it's just this really intimate panel, sort of 250 people max, getting to pay $20 to see their stars and talk to them. And all the money goes to Operation Smile. Mm. And I think I... I donated to Operation Smile this year as well, just because I was enjoying the panels. Um, but so many great people. Um, and some real surprises for me. I mean, I watched the Nathan Finian panel. That was awesome, as I, I expected to be. Joss Whedon was fantastic. Um, we had a mystery panel, which was Zach Levi, Nathan Finian, Alan Tudyk. Another guy whose name I've completely forgotten. What's he from? He was from... From telly. He's in <laughs> off telly. Sure he's, yeah, he's, off, he's that man off telly. I'm sure he's in Pacific Rim, actually. Um, he was he was Marlowe in True Blood. I'm going to find him because he was brilliant. Well, he outnerded the guys because one of the questions was if you could yeah. be any you could be any character from uh, the nerd genre, who would you be? And these Nathan Fillion, Alan Tudyk, and Zach, they all picked like. Superhero type that deals, but this guy picked Drist. Drist oh. Wooden was his was his pick, and that was when I was just like, oh, yeah, this guy's this guy knows his shit. I liked a little musical interlude as part of your speech there. Yeah. It was great. And it was the. I have to cut. Oh, I'm gonna cut that bit now. I've got to keep that bit in now. Yeah. <laughs> But I've got to find this guy's name because it's going to drive me nuts otherwise. I can't remember, but it, the character in uh, Cape was Chess. Yes. He was playing. Yeah. So. Was it Chess or was it Checkmate? I can't remember his name now. I thought it was Chess. Might be Chess. I don't know. I don't remember. Night. I don't think I even watched Bishop. the last episode of it. <laughs> Porn. I think I watched two episodes of the Cape and then gave up on it. I watched all of it. But I've got a feeling that the, that the last episode of it wasn't aired. It was only available on the net. Probably. As far as I remember. Rob Kaczynski. 
that was his name, Rob Kaczynski. So I'm not sure that he was the guy from the game. No. Um, but yeah, well, he was on that panel. If he was the guy in True Blood that you're on about, mm. uh, the one who... Um, the one that kidnapped, what's her name? Tara Splattered. Yeah. Is that the one? No. 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 Different guy. No, not not different guy yeah, then. Different yeah, guy. yeah. Right, yeah, no, another one you're thinking of. Yeah. That's not him. Okay. okay. But he was brilliant. Um, Evangeline Lilly, mm-hmm. her panel was amazing. All right, okay. It really surprised me. What's was, she in then? Well, she's writing a book now. She's just gone mum and she's just written a children's book and her panel was basically pimping the book out. All right. Okay. But she was brilliant. Really good. Um, and Tom Hiddleston. Mm. Tom Hiddleston was fantastic. He is just so smart. And there's a velociraptor impression that is just hilarious. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's how he signed off. That's how he ended the panel. Okay. Someone asked him to do a velociraptor impression and he did it and he was just amazing. <laughs> so yeah, it was... A good weekend spent just watching these videos. The Robot Chicken guys, you should watch their, their panel because Seth Green just rules. He's hilarious. Um, yeah, I'll put the link to the Nerd Machine site in the show notes. Go and pick your own videos and watch them. They're all worth a watch. They're all brilliant. Yeah, I'm watching them after this. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Indeed. All right, so big news that came out of Go it then, for you. Big news for me uh, was... The potential disaster that is the Superman Batman. Oh crossover. god, yes, 2015 Superman versus Batman. <sighs> it's just the thing, the whole reading between the lines thing, it seems to suggest that they're not confident that Superman can pull off a solo sequel. Well, having seen Man of Steel, I agree with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna bring him in. And they did they they had the guy from Man of Steel come out, the general come out and read the line from the end of Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just speculating it's going to be very closely based on that book, even though Snyder says it won't be. Either way, I think it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. I'm not confident they can do that well. Especially as it means introducing a new Batman. Yeah. Mm, it would, definitely. So that's that, that, for me, is the problematic part of it. Is Or they'll try and get Bale back. But he's already said he's, that yeah, he's absolutely uh, not going to do it. Yeah, he won't come back. And this is where we said before, Justice League and their plans to move towards it are just Shit. doomed to fail. Yeah. Unless, they're going, unless they can pull off a Batman movie in between now and 2015, which is just not going to happen. No, because they would have already had to be... In it would have to be in the yeah. works now. Yeah. And it's... Only been two years since, since Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In fact, has it been two years? That was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was last mm. year, 2012 Dark Knight Rises. So. It's too early for another Batman. Yeah, movie. it's far yeah. too early. This is well, Spider Man for quite a while. Scrap the plans for anything else and just go all out and go fucking dreading Gotham from the comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that would be and fun. And just go, fuck <laughs> it. Judge Dread, Batman, Judge Death. That would be fun. All out. Highly unlikely, fun. but fun. Yeah, oh, come on, that'd be fucking awesome. Sorry. So, yeah, that was the big news for me, and it just smacked of ruination. Yeah. I just don't have any confidence that Warners can pull that off. 
Especially seeing as how they've already got Dark Knight Returns. There is an animated DVD of Dark Knight Returns out now. Yeah. Which was pretty good. I mean, their, their animated stuff and their TV stuff through the CW are all pretty good. Yes, they are. But aside from a couple of the Batman films, big screen just hasn't really held up. No, no, it hasn't at all. Batman Begins was great. Dark Knight was great. Dark Knight Rises, after a couple of repeat viewings, doesn't really hold up as much as it did the no. first time round no. um, to me. But the first two films were fantastic. But this, especially given as how badly Superman did compared to how it was I don't think it did badly. I think it, but from what they wanted it to do. In terms of box office, it did great. But for me, it was the content that was not up to scratch. Hmm. So yeah, I saw that and I was very much disappointed. Yeah. So was there actually any other DC orientated news or was it just that? Uh, well, that, there was that and along with that they announced 2016 was the Flash movie and 2017 was Justice League. Right, okay. So they put all those that three announcements together in the one panel. Um, but that was the main thing to come out of Comic-Con for DC. Mm. It was Batman Superman. Um, and they're even saying that it will have a versus in the title, so it will be Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I can see by the look in your face that you're as interested <laughs> as I a, am in that. that it's just, <laughs> just going to be so poor. Um, but yeah, it's too soon for the Batman film yeah. for a start. But the Marvel has some interesting news. Well, it seemed to be a lot of good a Marvel of news Marvel coming news. up there, because especially stuff like Guardians of the Galaxy, which has just been like that the, for the last couple of months. It's been like everybody's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Absolutely anybody who has an equity card <laughs> has been associated <laughs> with it at some point. And Karen Gillan shaved their bonds for it. And apparently, <laughs> the director's getting death threats on on Twitter for Why? it. Why? Because Karen shaves her hair. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's like. Chill out, for fuck's sake. It's not like I told her to. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently death this, threats on Twitter for making Karen Gillan shave her head. Man, there's this, all this, there's this big push at the moment to get a report abuse button put onto Twitter, which is all well and good. There should be a report idiot button as well. Anybody yeah. who's saying, oh, you're going to shave her fuck. hair, we're going to come and get you, just, like, report idiot. Sorry. It's just fucking stupid. Yes, you you are not sensible enough to own a computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't trust you to sit the right way on a toilet. <laughs> what are you doing with a laptop? <laughs> but yeah, I think she looks good with a shaved head, to be honest. Yeah, that's great. It, it, she's very <laughs> reminiscent of Gail Porter yes. when she did it. Yeah. Yeah. You have a very similar look. Yeah, Gail Porter was an absolute stunner. Yeah. Absolute stunner. So yes, anyways, so yeah, the, the, the whole Guardians of the Galaxy lineup, quite interesting. Do you know who Chris Pratt is, the guy who's doing the Star Lord? No. Who he is? No. I've heard the name. I know. But I, I know Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Uh, yes, Batista's in there. Yeah. He's awesome. Uh, Drax the Destroyer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so is Aldana. Who I think is fabulous. Yes. So yeah, that should be interesting. Yeah. I, the biggest concern about it as to whether it will work or not is Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> what, and who they get to voice him? Well, just if it's going to work at all. 
It could either be one of the best characters in the Marvel Universe, or it could be Jar Jar Binks. It's going to be one of the best characters in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. You've got to hold out some hope, because nothing can be Jar Jar Binks. Uh, I don't think Marvel will ever fall that level of bad. They've, ha- they've already done Electra. You can't get worse than that. True, Electra was tripe. Yeah. Saw that for free, still almost walked out of it. But yeah, other Marvel stuff, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, yeah, yeah, the TV show. Yeah. I, I read lots of bits. Of soon, that. my pretties, soon. I managed to catch this, uh, some of that panel that they'd recorded, and uh, they had a Q&A session once the cast had been introduced and once Joss Whedon had taken his seat. And one of the questions was, can we see a trailer for it? And Joss Whedon gave them some sort of spiel about how there's a bit of a dispute and legal issues with ABC, so they couldn't, couldn't bring the trailer to Comic-Con. So instead they bought the pilot episode. So... Everyone in Hall H got to watch the pilot episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I am very impressed with how many spoilers have not appeared. Yeah, I, 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 I thought you were play. embargoing yourself from anything to do with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. until well, it came out. Well, Clark Gregg was on stage. I was like, well, <laughs> I don't think he's going to give away how he survived or how he's been brought back. And I still haven't heard anything about that. The, the only thing I gather is that it's not dealt with immediately and appears to be a plot point in season one. Oh, fair enough. Is, that's, the, that's the thing I gleaned from information I've seen. Oh, okay. That it's not immediately explained. Hmm, curious. We'll see how it goes. But, yeah, that's all. That's uh, September 24th. Yeah. That is in the States, so it'll be online September 25th. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so if you must stream it, stream it. Buy the box set when it comes out. Yes. <laughs> that's what I'll be doing. Absolutely. Uh, and then other Marvel news, because there's more. Age of Ultron, Avengers 2. Avengers, yes, yeah, Age of Ultron, which, yeah, as, as we were saying in the, in the break, we were talking about it, that uh, they're, they're changing the origin of it somewhat. Yeah. So Hank Pym is not entering the Marvel Universe until Phase 3, so he won't be the, the creator of Ultron mm-hmm. in Avengers 2. So it's entirely possible that it might be Tony Stark. Yeah, you said that. Before, you said that in the break, and I, I'm inclined to agree with you. It's just really interesting to me that they're doing this storyline now because this is fairly new. Mm. This is a ten-part run from earlier this year. Yeah, but it, I, I don't believe that they're following that either. I, I think it, it's not uh, an adaptation of that. I think it's something different. Oh, okay. As far as I can tell, they're not using that as the basis. Fair. I think they may just be taking the title and just going mental with it, so who knows? Well, they'll have to step it up to a degree and not leave too much of a gap in between it because the cast will get too old to be playing those parts and it would be a shame to lose them before stage three. Well, but I think that what it looks like is it, it will take on what has happened historically with the Avengers in the comic, that they will start swapping characters in and out. Yeah. And they will, because if they're introducing Ant-Man and they're introducing um, Doctor Strange and stuff, I I have a feeling that they will start just moving characters around. Yeah. They don't need to have everybody in there. No, you don't, no. Um, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch will be in Avengers 2, though. Yes. So, yeah. Mm, Yes, I mean, yeah, there there seems to have been a huge amount of of decent Marvel news there. Certainly is. I think if there's anything else. Um, 
Yeah, well, there was Loki. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston came in for the start of the Marvel panel in his full Loki gear, mm. and the lights went down. And he came, and then when he came back on, he was on stage, and he made Chris Hardwick a cow behind the podium. Mm. Got everyone to chant his name. That was brilliant. That was well worth watching if you get a chance to watch it. It was almost as good as Robert Downey Jr.'s entrance to the Marvel panel last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. When he came Absolutely. singing and dancing through the crowd as Tony Stark. That, yeah, that was brilliant. So, Marvel News, what else have we got? Well, I mean, there's quite a bit of uh, stuff for TV shows as well. Um, there's certainly the X-Files panel, which got uh, both is of it, them back in again. Is it 20th anniversary? Yep, 20th anniversary. Um, and obviously you've got the season 10 comic that's running at the moment. Is that on IDW, or is that...? Yeah, it's IDW, yeah. yeah. So there's that running, and then the increasing likelihood of a new film. Well, that'd be nice. Do it properly. Which I think would be brilliant. It'd be nice to get another film, because the the second X-Files film, whereas the first X-Files film was effectively just a feature-length episode in between, was it seasons four and five, or five and six? Yeah, I think it was five and six. Um, so that was just a feature-length bit of glue for those two seasons. Um, where, and the second film was very much a standalone, and it was a, an average double episode at best. Yeah. Even though it had Billy Connolly in it, who was yeah. excellent. But uh, the, the the plot, it was not a mythology plot line. So I'd like to see a mythology movie just to really finish it off. I think it's been long enough now that they can come back, do it, and just finish it off in style. Absolutely. And I think doing the comics is the right way to kind of get that ball rolling again. Well, comics have been great for keeping it, keeping things going. I mean, they've got Buffy season nine as well. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. Because there was yeah. Buffy season eight and nine, Smallville season ten. Yeah. Then the Firefly comics after Firefly. Yeah, yeah indeed. Um, and they had the Doctor Who Star Trek crossover, which is well. awesome. I, I have that. It's very, very good. So, speaking of comics, I have your um, Justice League Dark. Marvelous. Thanks, sir. Don't let me forget. I'll pick that. those back up off you. Because I have more to read now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I've got a fair stack of them now. The similarity between the Black Room and Warehouse 13 was astounding. Mm, oh, yeah. 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 It is very, very good. But I have more for when you're Sweet. ready. <laughs> you can have some more. I've still got to get the rest of my Suicide Squads because I've nearly got all of them now. I can start reading those, but I'm still missing like one to five. Before I can start on them. Another trip from the Star Trek comics and run. Oh yes, yes. Well, there's a. <laughs> there's yeah. another geek meet coming. There is a geek meet coming up, so I, I will Sarah's, be in there. Is October nineteenth. October, thank you. I'm please. at. Yeah, I'm at LARP, it, so I can't go to that one. It's October. Sucks. Um, I'm hoping to, if I can. Yeah, you should, man. Definitely yeah. should. Yeah, yeah. I'll, depends on work and stuff. But. Go and buy me some comics, so I'll be there. Good work. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I mean, there, there was some more interesting um, TV news. was Game of Thrones with Mark Gattis. Yeah. Being put in Game of Thrones now. Which will be interesting to see how, how he turns out. Apparently been having issues working out who's who. <laughs> he was saying there was a, an article on Digital Spy going, there's just too many characters, just haven't got a clue. <laughs> Game of Thrones. I was at my sister's in London uh, over the over the week, and they're in the second season of Game of Thrones. They're watching it on DVD, 
and they were getting really confused about some things. So I was trying to explain to them. She could understand where the dragons had come from. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you did see the last episode of season one, right? She's like, yeah. She saw Daenerys go into the pyre and then saw the pyre burn away and she's there with the dragon. She says, no. I said, really? No, I haven't seen that. But you have seen the last episode? Yeah. I'm not sure you have. So, mm-hmm. backwards. <laughs> so essentially what happened is, well, she's just had a baby, so she's been watching it on and off whilst like going off to feed and change yeah. and stuff. So I think they just fallen asleep and not actually watch the episode. <laughs> so I made them watch the episode. They're like, yeah, no, we haven't seen any of this. <laughs> this makes so, so much more sense. Because <laughs> then they're nearly on Blackwater in season two right. of um, oh, Game God. of Thrones. <laughs> I hadn't got a clue what was going on. <laughs> so like, they watched it and they're like, oh, yeah, no, that makes more sense. Cool. Perfect. But yeah, season four Game of Thrones with Mark Gattis. Mm. Should be good. Yes, indeed. And uh, speaking of Mike Gattis, Sherlock. Sherlock. Season three of Sherlock. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Rack and back falls. The fallout of. Yeah. Interesting to see where they're going. I've not seen any of it as such, because the bits I saw, it didn't sit with me right. Uh, What, of season one and two? Yeah. It just didn't sit with me right. Um, Something niggled about it, and I don't know what. I'm not saying it's it's rubbish. I'm not saying there's anything mm. wrong as such, but there was something that went. Fair enough. I thought it was great. Yeah, I um, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Because Mark Gattis and Stephen Moffat did a panel at HQ as well, and they talked a lot of Sherlock and Stephen Moffat come off, come across as a bit of a douche sometimes, I think. But Mark Gattis is just so absolutely engaging, and I think one of the questions he was asked was, Mycroft traditionally is somewhat smarter than yes. Holmes is he going to get a chance to show that in the second season and how does he um, deal with the death of Sherlock and, and the grief and Mark Gattis was charming as ever said that there's a scene where he's at Sherlock's grave laughing hysterically <laughs> 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 so I'm looking forward to seeing how they do it because um, they didn't give any spoilers they, didn't give, they gave nothing away on the, on the outcome of Rack and Back Falls, but uh, uh, really, I've, really keen I've, to see. I've it. seen a, a, a little bit of a spoiler with it. Um, it was on an interview. Oh, no spoilers. No, no, I'm not going to. But it was. Um, what's the guy who plays him? Plays what? Sherlock. Yeah. Bandit Cumberbatch. Yeah, he actually let slip in an interview that he did ah. quite recently. So it kind of it lets on. So. Oh, well, we'll see. Yes, we'll see. But it's an interesting series. I'm looking forward to it. Do you know which three stories they're telling? I don't. No, no, not at all. No, I'm just going to have to wait and see. <clears throat> but yes, didn't we speak about this on one of the previous ones? That um, was it Alan Davis said that he thought he knew what had happened based on a, a Jonathan Creek plot line. <laughs> mm, I can't remember if it was in a show or, or just a conversation. We've definitely spoken about it before, but mm. yeah, there's because the, there's an episode of Jonathan Creek mm. where a guy jumps out of a uh, kind of second story yes. window and it stages was on QI, his own, wasn't it? He, he said stages his yeah. own death. Yes. Ah. And when they explain that at the end of the Jonathan Creek episode of how it was possible, there, there might be some 
correlation there. So oh, it might okay. be worth tracking down that episode of Jonathan Creek. Oh, I will do. Also, I think it was revealed. Was it revealed before that the um, sniper who was there to take out Watson mm. was Moran, Stephen Moran? Don't know. I think they made that reveal at the panel as well. That was him. That he was uh, Moriarty's right-hand man. Mm. So we'll see. But yeah, that should be coming soon, actually. Yeah, that, was, that should be imminent. Yeah, that's incoming. Because that was filming the same time as the Doctor Who 50th. Yeah. Exciting. I do like that show. Mm. I like that show as well because the guy who played Moriarty was in a short film that I helped fund called Chasing Codads, which was shot on the same camera used for Aliens. Cool. It was shot in IMAX as well. Nice. So it was the tagline was the biggest small film of all time, and it's beautiful. A little 15-minute short with Andrew Scott, done cool. by a friend of mine. So there's a plug. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, other shows, Walking Dead coming back. Yep. Be interested to see how they go with this. They had a four and a half minute trailer, yeah. which was epic. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like life in the prison is going to go tits up. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's anything like the comics, yes, it yeah. will go utterly tits say, up. Is it, is, it, is it correlated a little bit with the Well, from, from what I gather, apparently they're saying that there's a lot more in this season of kind of direct adaptations of scenes from the comics. Cool. That's quite cool. Is what uh, some of the cast have been saying, that it's it's a lot... It's not that the storyline is exactly true to the comics, it's, no, it's more there are a line. lot of scenes that happen in the comics that have been adapted directly for the screen, which will be very, very interesting yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm wondering if there are certain things from the comics that will happen. Like potentially what happened in the the 100th episode. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't read that. You've not read the 100th edition? No. Uh, that's harsh, man. Okay. <laughs> so I, I won't give any spoilers away, but uh, yeah, if, if you want to know what I'm talking about, read episode But season four will be, will be, should be encompassing that time. Yes, it, it should, yes. Because the, the, that happened while they were in the prison. And also yeah. was to do with the governor. It doesn't sound good at all. It really no. isn't good. <laughs> yeah. Very, very uh, Whereas you have something bad is going to happen as your subtitle for Breaking Bad. Uh, I have the same thing for The Walking Dead. No, no, no. My, my, my subtitle for, for Breaking Bad is This Can't Go Well. Uh, okay. <laughs> something bad is going to happen is definitely mine for The Walking Dead. <laughs> that I, in... I have now played the um, Walking Dead game, the extra chapters for that, which is quite cool. I 400, 400 days? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've now played that, and yeah, interesting. Yeah, I it, it. it basically sets up who I assume are going to be your your main characters in in the next one, and does a bit of kind of an origin story of them at a certain point from when the outbreak started to the four hundred days later. That's very cool. So it picks them up at different points, like one's a convict who's on a bus when the outbreak is just happening, and then it's how he deals with it and. Then there's some uh, family people and some people who set up a refuge in a diner and some things like that. So, yeah, very, very interesting. And, again, it seems to be doing the maintaining your choices because it was an add-on for the original Walking Dead game. So it pulls all your choices through from the previous ones and then adds your choices on in this as to who you save and what you do. And I assume they will be carried on into Season 2. Awesome. Which is rather good. 
So yeah, I enjoyed that. Well worth the three ninety nine it was as a, an expansion pack. So yeah, if you if you if you like the Walking Dead game, do play that. It's very cool. I'll be interested to see if they try and cross it over with the show at all, because yeah. they did in the first one. You met a couple of the characters before they turned up in the show and in the comics or whatever. Yeah. So you got to go to Herschel's house before Rick and Et Al arrived. Yeah. Stuff like that in the first one. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Cool. What else have we got? I see you've got Dexter there. Well, yeah, Dexter's winding up to the, the end of it now, so we'll have to see how mm. it goes. I think we're about seven episodes in, so really not a lot left now, because mm. there's normally like 10 to 12 episodes of Dexter in a season. Is it HBO, is it? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah so that's one that never really grabbed down me. Down to four or five episodes. It's, it's really? De- Dexter, you know. Yeah, no, it never grabbed me. It's good. It, a, a lot of people I know don't watch it, just because it got very formulaic, I think, for most people. Um, in yeah, like but season, not three. season three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, from season three onwards, it, yeah. they felt it got a bit formulaic. To be fair, I kind of gave up it then did, as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I stuck with it and carried on, and you know, it's interesting to see where it's going at the end now. And yeah, they, they've they've thrown a couple of curveballs in at the start of this season, so it's mm. interesting to see how all the characters have changed and progressed mm. a but lot. I've seen a few sort of outtakes and because there's a considerable changed. amount of time passes from the end of last season to the start of this one, uh, and a lot of the characters change immeasurably. Mm. Um, obviously, we've had a few characters who haven't quite made it through and the return of some characters from very early on. So we're getting a lot of flashback right. scenes in this season. So we're getting people like Dokes making appearances again who we haven't seen since season one. Yes. Okay. And so, yeah, they've brought a lot of the actors back in, in flashback scenes. So it's interesting. Which, Reminds me, the chap that uh, Simon and I were talking about was was he not in uh, Dexter at some point as well? Yes, yes, yeah. he was the ice truck killer in season one. Yeah. <laughs> so there was some yes. random correlation there. Yes. yes. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the ice truck killer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His brother. Yes. Is that Ivan Strahovski? Returning as Hannah, yes. Because she is in a new... She did a Nerd HQ panel as well for I, Frankenstein. Which is a film with Aaron Eckhart that she's doing. It should be out soon, actually. It's a modernisation of the Frankenstein story. Okay. Uh, She's the scientist. Aaron Eckhart is the monster. Cool. Mm. Yeah. Because she was in Chuck, and she was brilliant in Chuck. Yes. And they're, they're working on Chuck. Well, there's rumours about a Chuck movie, movie which yes. is just yeah, awesome. Yeah, I have heard, uh, heard that. Because that would be amazing. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I think it might be more than just rumour. There's, there's something that. Uh, the, uh, the thing is, the, the the season five mm. hasn't finished showing everywhere. There are still some territories mm. where but Chuck is still ongoing, so they can't they, have a movie just but, yet. Yeah, but they've that's been. Has that not been cancelled now? At the end of season five. Oh, yeah, it's cancelled, but season yes. five still hasn't finished yet. No. Some places are still showing. Yeah. So they're not going to release a movie until everybody has finished watching the series. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Zachary Levi is currently on Broadway in a musical called First Dates. Yeah, I've heard that before. 
Was that a, was that a film or something? It's no, it's a, it's a first date as a film. It's, no, no, just first date. No, this is a this is a brand new. Brand new Broadway. Broadway. Essentially, he says, if you ever wanted to see a Chuck film or Chuck musical, this is it. Oh. Says the character he's playing is essentially Chuck. Okay. But <laughs> every year at um, Nerd HQ, he ends up losing his voice. So he was released for a week of previews to do Nerd HQ at Comic Con, on the condition that he gets other people to like MC and host some panels to save his voice. <laughs> so Nathan <coughs> Fillion and Alan Tudyk stepped in. I think Nathan Finney did all the panels on Saturday and Alan did the ones on Sunday. But yeah. Nice. Great to be able to step in. Nice to be able to call your friends and have your friends be Nathan Finney and Alan <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I need someone to do a panel. Oh, my mate Nathan Fillion. But if you only get to watch a handful of the Nerd HQ panels, watch the Nathan Finney and Alan Tudyk ones. Because Alan Tudyk is the moderator, but essentially it just ends up being the two of them doing Q&As, and Alan always brings a miscellaneous bag of shit. So he has a bag that he brings with him, full of stuff that he's grabbed from his house that he's been given, or things that he's stolen from from sets and stuff. He gave away a coat that Christian Bale had bought him and given to him on set of uh, 310 to Yuma. And this big duster. So someone asked, someone asked the question... And everyone who asked the question got given something from the bag of shit. And he just pulled out this coat and he signed this coat and gave oh, it to them. Awesome. So, yeah, he had like um, crib sheets from Dollhouse, he had crib sheets from uh, Tucker and Dale, which is evil. No, he just signed them <laughs> and gave them out. And uh, Nathan Finian always runs an auction. So, he'll bring a bag of stuff and he'll auction it off for Operation Smile. Some of the money he will pay for some of the stuff that he gives out is just insane. It's like half feet and Twinkie. I'll pay $50 for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like signed, Rich, signed Rick Castle books as well. Signed Nicky Heat books and stuff. Which is brilliant. But yeah. But they're, they're really worth watching. <laughs> so much fun. Mm. Yes, where are we? That's about it. <laughs> other, other, other than, yeah, yeah, the Doctor Who stuff, which we already know. I mean, there was, there was a bit of an outcry over the fact that the Americans and everybody at San Diego Comic-Con got to see a preview of stuff before anyone in the UK. They got to see a trailer for the 50th anniversary. Yeah. You know, good for them. Indeed. I don't know what the problem is. Uh, it's just general British stuffiness, I think, of yeah. going... Doctor Who's British, how dare they? Fees yeah. and, uh, bloody Americans and colonials <laughs> and... Yeah. Uh, I, I just think I it, it's, it. that, it's that British need yeah. to grumble. Oh, it's ours. Doctor Who's like, we should get to see it first because it's ours. I'll just take it over it. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, I'm um, not fussed. I will see the episode when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm massively looking forward to it. Yeah, because it's already been leaked. Didn't John Hurt leak it to Prince Charles? Who well, was playing I don't with... know whether he leaked it or not, but definitely... Prince Charles was quizzing him because it turns out Prince Charles is a bit of a Doctor Who fan. Good lad. <laughs> Which is bizarre. Yeah. Just amazing. Oh, <laughs> what a revelation. <laughs> a Goon Show fan and a Doctor Who fan. Hero. So, yes. So, apparently they had a big chat about it and uh, I, th- I think that John Hurt assumed that he wouldn't know anything about it. Whereas it turns out... He did. He did. <laughs> he was actually a bit of a nerd. <laughs> fair. So, fair play, Charles. Yeah. You're a nerd. X-Men Days of Future Past. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I don't know how much information was released there that we didn't already know. 
that uh, it's apparently 10 years after X-Men 3 and 10 years after X-Men First Class. Yeah. Uh, they're linking them up. The change to the Days of Future Past comic is that Kitty Pride sends Wolverine back in time. Yes. Rather than being the one that time travels. Yes. So, which is handy, because Logan is the same in modern day and first class yeah. era. Mm. So, yeah, that's how it's going to work. But yeah, big cast. They had the entire cast on the panel. Yeah, huge wow. cast. Huge cast. I had Jennifer Lawrence and Ellen Page in the same place, and I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't escape. think the room could have contained your libido, so. <laughs> uh, Probably not. <laughs> it's a fair show. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so we know Peter Dinklage is going to be Trask and yeah. Sentinels in, abound and... Which I can't I, I, wait to see. We got I'm a really te- looking forward to it. I, I, we got a tease with the Sentinels at the start of X three. In fact, the Danger Room sequence from X three was the best thing about the Last Stand. Mm. That five minute section was just the best bit of the movie. Yeah. So we know that they can do Sentinels. Um, I'm looking forward to how they shape up. There was something on their um, Facebook uh, thing about that. And Brian Singer is fantastic for social media. He's mm. been all over it. Leaking stuff. Yeah, so. just like real hint stuff, like almost memes and stuff that have, that he's done a bit. Of, well, the cool one was when he did the pan. He did a, a vine of some of the cast chairs with the characters' names on there, and he'd gone through some of them, and then Bishop was the last chair. And I was just like, "Fuck yeah, Bishop! Come <laughs> yeah. on!" You kind of have to really. Yeah. If well, you, if that, you do yeah. Days Future Past, you have yeah. to have Bishop. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, and because uh, on that it looked like they might be building towards X Force as a movie as well. Well, they announced an X Force mm. movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Go. So that'll be interesting to mm. see where they go with an X Force movie. And then Hugh Jackman has come out and said that he'd love to see an Avengers X Men crossover. Yes. Which is, Which is lovely. Everyone would love, everyone would love to it's see that. It's just never going to happen. No. <laughs> because different studios own the rights. Yeah, it's um, just not going to happen. Damn it. <laughs> He's come at it very much from the, well, I'm sure we can sit down and work it out. It's like, no, no. that's what the lawyers have paid incredible <laughs> amounts of money for so that they can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, it would be amazing. But no, it's not going to happen. I'm trying to think if you could have any mutants in the Avengers aside from, aside from Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver who are owned by both. Apparently they can't even use the word mutants. Yeah, and they can't reference Magneto. They can't reference Magneto in the Avengers, they can't reference the Avengers in the X-Men films, because they are meant to be in uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah, well, because Wolverine's a member of the Avengers. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. Because a lot of the X-Men sat out the Civil War. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think how they do it, if they could. It does have to be a straight rip of Avengers versus X-Men, I guess. Yeah. yeah. If they ever did do it. But there's far too many licensing issues <laughs> to sort out between Fox never, and Marvel. Never, never happen. happen. Actually, speaking of panels you have to watch from Nerd HQ, Jensen and, Jensen and Jared did a panel. That was Jensen's first panel at Nerd HQ. It was great. <laughs> Very awesome. Yeah, we were going back and watching some old Supernatural outtakes the other day, which is great. The Eye of the Tiger one. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as you said that, we all all three of us were just like, Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. And their Harlem Shake. Video playback. 
and the Harlem the Shake Harlem one shake is brilliant one as, well. as well. Yeah, yes. I've not, yeah, I've not been privy to that one. Yet. No, that, that supernatural Harlem Shake is very good. But one of the guys on set just came up to Jensen and said, "Look, should we do this Harlem Shake?" And Jensen was like, "Yep, yeah, run it." <laughs> and he got it. He got it. He organised it. Got it sorted. <laughs> yeah, there's fun ones. The amount of weird stuff on their Harlem Shake, like there's just a body bag there twitching on the floor. It's just. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, I think, I, I think we're about done on Comic Con. Other cool little uh, comic bits, uh, if you haven't seen, there's a, a new Hellboy coming out, Itty Bitty Hellboy. Oh, which is, it looks is amazing. It, is it what it sounds like? Yeah, it is. Bright. It's all of the Hellboy characters done as little, almost. Like Powerpuff Girls style. Oh yeah, there's a name for it, but I can't remember. Yeah, it at the moment. but yeah, so there's a whole run of these starting Itty Bitty Hellboy, and it looks brilliant. Wonderful. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. That looks great fun. Um, um, in other other weird news, there's the seventy seven days. Yes. I wrote a little article on it for Geek Pride earlier in the month. Uh, a YouTube channel called Pronunciation Book has gone rogue, and its pronunciation guides have started giving cryptic messages. There is mm. a whole host of conspiracies as to what it's I leading down that. to. I, actually read that. Um, yeah. I read through the entire Google document, and it is just creepy. <laughs> the level to which these guys have gone to try and find stuff out—it's just extreme. It's sort of cover up the webcam kind of creepy you know you're not sure who's watching you um and yeah but they reckon it's kind of to a Battlestar Galactica spin-off the big theory is that it's all leading to a new BSG spin-off series set during the silent occupation of New Caprica okay but like and that made sense. I was like day sixty-five. I could go with that, given the clues. But day sixty-three was something like go and play volleyball, or we should have played volleyball. Yeah, there's a few. Something will happen. Sixty-three days. It's like, no, this is just not making any sense anymore. Yeah, it, it um, doesn't now, does it? The, it, it had, and there's some of the the earlier ones that I read. It it didn't quite. Go Battlestar Galactica to me. No, exactly. There's a there's a real narrative hidden in the in, hidden in the messages, because uh, even before the the, the countdown from seventy seven, mm. there was a video called How to Give Someone Unpleasant News, or How to State an Unpleasant Fact, and the audio was we should have just continued with the mission, and if you go back through like some of the videos, there's a there's a narrative, there's a, a time frame of like. Five characters, one of whom is called the Chief, um, and some mission to a high-level dinner in the jungles. And it's all very Secret Service and stuff. Oh, it's it's a very interestingly put together ARG for some kind of launch, mm. but what the launch is, I just don't know. Halo <sighs> movie, really. I don't know. It kind of makes more sense than Battlestar Galactica. It, make, it kind of does, given some of the recent ones, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. But We'll have to wait and see, I yeah. guess. Well, I think you've got like 60 days left to go now. Well, so well I'm sure we'll update it on the next one. <laughs> well, the thing is, the, the date it counts down to is September the 24th. Mm. And the only thing that's happening on September the 24th is Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. premieres. But this... 
was started three years ago, this website started. So it's either been recently bought out and co-opted for this purpose, or it's been a sort of a long con. Mm. And three years predates any sort of inclination that will be having a S.H.I.E.L.D. series. So Possibly, yeah. We'll see. The other option is Half-Life 3. Mm. But I read a report, like, the day after. That's now been confirmed for next year. As confirmed as any Half-Life 3 announcement is ever confirmed, but it's looking like 2014 for that. So it's just one of those mysteries. But if you get a chance to... If you find yourself some spare time and have a chance to dig into the 77 Days document, there's a big Google Duck for it. I'll put a link in the show notes just for shits and giggles. Go and experience, like, pure conspiracy theorists at their best. But you're saying it was, like, three years ago. How come it's 77 days? Well, because for most of the three years, it's been a genuine guide. They've had words like... Oh, right, yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing beforehand, but... Yeah. And then it's suddenly part of 33. It's suddenly come up in 77 days. Yeah, yeah well, Sorry. within the last 12 months, before 77 days thing, it's had the other phrases hidden in between messages as well. Mm. And there's, like clicks and pops at the end of the message people have been analysing they've been putting it through spectrographs and analysing it as an image they started to compile an, an actual image now um, yeah it's just the level these guys have gone to It. I applaud it I just look at it <laughs> and, and go are they, are they just going amazing. to it of, of suggested um, playback ratio and, and using different types of screens with a spectrometer well, they've just sampled the audio. They sampled the audio and they put the audio through the spectrometer. Mm, yeah, and, and done that. Um, they've tracked the IP address. They've tracked out loads of stuff to do with the guy who put it up. And as soon as they tracked it, and they'd been found to have tracked it, this was like day 75 or something, mm. the guy went ghost and sort of changed his details and sort of masked his details on who his lookup and stuff. And so, yeah, he's, he's active. Whoever's doing this channel is very much active. But it's just weird. It's just one of those really cool things on the internet. Either that, or it's something horrible that's going to happen in 60 days. It's a complete absolute going, ah, <laughs> fucking had you all... You know, it's, it's, either, it's either the launch to something really, really cool, or the countdown to something or really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> or just something that's just really, really... Some is, bloke just going, ah, I fucking had the, the lot. Problem yeah. with, the problem with the Google Duck is that a lot of the theories are going along the lines of... This is an ARG for a big media launch. And there's just as many going, no, this is a countdown to something really, really bad. Um, We'll see. We'll see soon. 24th of September. There will either be a podcast or there won't. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's about it for this show, isn't it? I think that is about it, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you all very much for listening. I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. And I've been Aidy. Until next time, take care and be excellent to each other.